Big news today coming out of the Utah High School Activities Association. Uh, adopting shot clocks for high school hoops for, boy, uh, for both boys and girls basketball. And uh, with us now here in the Full Court Press, John Oglesby. He's with the Utah High School Activities Association. John, thanks for your time today. I know this is a big announcement that has some people really excited, while others feel like this will fundamentally change high school basketball in Utah, and maybe not for a good way. So uh, thanks for joining us, first of all. And and uh, how, did this, how did this come about? Well, thanks for having me. Always good to be on. Uh, always good to be on with both of you. Um, Really, it just came about uh, last spring, uh, the National Federation of State High School Associations, which we're a part of, um, that creates playing rules for high school basketball in the United States, um, allowed for states to consider adopting a shot clock in high school basketball beginning with the 2022-23 season. So our executive committee, as well as our board of trustees, authorized for the creation of a steering committee um, consisting principals and superintendents, coaches, and officials from around the state. And from that, um, the governing boards were able to see that there was pretty sincere interest across the state in adding a shot clock. And then our executive committee last week uh, approved, or I should say recommended to our board of trustees for the shot clock to be added at varsity boys and girls basketball 1A through 6A. And then earlier today, our board of trustees passed that. So very, very exciting for the future of high school basketball in our state. John, did you hear and get suggestions from coaches around the state about adding a shot clock? And if so, how far back have you been getting suggestions about it? I know it's been a topic of conversation. This is my fifth year um, at the UHSA office. It's been a topic of conversation my entire time at the association, and I know predates me by quite a long ways. And so uh, it, it's been something that's been talked about for some time. And I think, again, the, the roadblock has always been the national rules didn't allow for it, and now they do. And so our state association made the decision through our governing boards to go that way, and I think it's going to be a positive thing. Okay, so you alluded to something I was going to ask. Are there other, Were there other states or that had shot clocks, or was it nobody could do it until this national group came together last spring? Yeah, so there were states that did, yet uh, California on the West Coast is, is one of the best examples. Um, but doing that, took you out of being able to have a voice uh, on the national rules. It took you out from being able to access certain resources uh, for training officials that you're entitled as 100% state with the NFHS. And so from that, um, it just never made much sense and there wasn't a lot of interest from our governing board to do such a thing. Um, but that day has changed, and, and Utah decided to change with it. And I understand Montana just just earlier this week they also adopted it. There's probably a, a dozen or so t states now since this uh, decision last spring adopting it. Yeah, a lot of us have kind of got into our spring uh, board meetings and such. You've seen a number of states around the country address that they were considering it. Montana being a notable one, and uh, I expect you'll probably see a lot more around the make the decision. 
hey, what's the design going to be like to put the shot clock in a gym? Because I don't think any gym has one right now, or at least a design for it. Are you going to require each school to have it in the same location so that there's a familiarity of where the shot clock is going to be, or how will that work? Yeah, so the nice thing, AJ, is it's already standardized in the NFHRS rules where it has to be. So it has to be uh, on the basket. You know, you guys are sports junkies like me. Do you remember the old days when it used to be in the corner and oh, like yeah. an NBA game or something like that? There, there won't be any of that. Um, and, and again, the NFHS did a great job of answering a lot of those questions for the state associations. So. Our, our schools will adopt that as our association adopts it. And for next year, it is varsity play, and then schools and regions will make a decision about any sub-varsity usage of the shot clock. So really pretty wide latitude going forward. Certainly a decision like this, there's a significant you know, cost with adding new equipment and you know, training clock operators and training officials. Is there any assistance that comes from UHSA or NFHS, or is every school, every region kind of on their own to come up with the funds necessary for these, for this, uh, just now putting all the equipment and training together? Well, cost was a, a big question that came up from day one um, as part of this, Eric, and that's where having school board members and superintendents involved in our steering committee was so critical and through the discussions that they had with their peers and counterparts around the state, it became very apparent that districts were supportive of adding this because they felt that it benefited students and it benefited student-athletes. And from that, um, the superintendents and the school board members and principals, which make up our board of trustees, had very little concern about adding it statewide. How do you think it will affect the game of basketball for high school? Um, I think the biggest change will be in the end of game. I think what you'll see is you'll see teams changes in terms of how they manage the last chat. Other than that, I really don't think it'll have a big difference. Um, if you were to look nationally and even just anecdotally watch a lot of our games, you would see that most shots are taken well before there's 35. However, it will alter end-of-game sequences when teams had a five- or six-point lead where they were able to then, quote-unquote, take the air out of the ball and, and really try to control possession. Now they won't be able to do that. I remember, gosh, when I was in high school, our team went to the, the state playoffs, and the, the plan was just hold the ball <laughs> until they come in pressure and do the five-second rule. You dribble, dribble, pass, and then the next guy just holds the ball. And it was so boring. But uh, this this could be really interesting to see how it plays out and changes high school basketball and prepares these athletes for the next level where shot clocks are used. So I think it's really interesting. And I guess my last question for you, John, is I know this news just broke today, but what what kind of response has your office received in light of today's news already? Well, I, I will tell you that we had a phone call from a, an anonymous citizen saying thank you. And uh, I can tell you the number of calls we've gotten at our office like that in my tenure have been relatively few, 
and far between. So um, shows me that the general public is interested, heard from some coaches, um, from some administrators. You know, it's easy to read uh, mentions on social media to kind of use that as an unofficial barometer. So I would say for the most part, people are happy. We're not always trying to make decisions based upon um, – you know, how people on social media or, or, you know, email or anonymous folks are going to feel. But, you know, it's definitely good when you do make a decision when, when as an association and you see that type of positive feedback. So we're really excited and looking forward to, uh, to what's to come, and we're glad that um, a lot of people are very happy with our board's decision today. John, I got to ask you: It's at thirty-five seconds right now. Do you anticipate it being lowered to thirty seconds at some point in the future? Um, our 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 board is very much just as how we didn't add a shot clock when the NFHS didn't allow for it. I don't see us changing anything on terms of our clock until uh, the NFHS rules committee would consider it. Uh, makes sense. Hey, John, greatly appreciate your time. Thanks for taking it to do so. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, best wishes throughout the rest of the winter sports season. Well, I am not as busy as as Eric or as the, the radio voice of the Utah <laughs> State women's basketball team. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's always a pleasure <laughs> to be on. Eric's not that busy. You know, it's, it's, just, it's it, just me and you. a couple minutes for you guys. <laughs> uh, I was glad you had me on. Thank you. Hey, you're the best, John. Appreciate you. Thanks, John.